0: In the following live session recording, Maria Brannan, conference leader, speaker, and kids ministry specialist, will talk about 66 Bible skill ideas. You can help kids develop Bible skills and a love for God's word. And this session, talks about some of the fun and creative ideas the listener can use in kids ministry. Let's join Maria now. Um... As Libby mentioned, um, I have been in kids' ministry, and one of my passions in kids' ministry is our kids reading and knowing God's Word. Um, And it's probably no surprise to you, um, LifeWay Research found a couple of years ago in their Nothing Less project by Jana McGruder that the number one predictor of spiritual maturity as young adults is that our kids are regularly spending time in God's Word. And so whether we're a parent, a grandparent, we teach Sunday school, we teach children's worship, we teach choir, we teach missions, discipleship, whenever we encounter the kids in our lives, I like for us to all the time be looking for ways that we can create and generate generate a love for God's Word in their lives. So, we've got 66 ideas to cover <laughs> in the next hour and 15 minutes. So, um, we're going to go through several different ideas for, for you to have. Know that a lot of this are online at Pinterest board, and, and we can share some of that. Um, so, if you have a specific question afterward, let you know. We've got a few of them up here that I did bring um, for you to see. Um, one of the things um, that we began talking with kids a lot of times about is our parents don't know how to look up books of the Bible a lot of times. Um, some of our church leaders. So sometimes just helping our kids, whether we're in Sunday school class or BBS and having to look up a passage of scripture, is having them become familiar with where those books of the Bible are found. So just a fun thing is if they open to the middle, they've opened to Psalms. If they've opened to the last, fourth of the Bible, the first page of Matthew, that's only a fourth of the Bible left there. If they open to First Samuel, that's the first fourth of the Bible. So those books that are Genesis to First Samuel, they find that, or Matthew to Revelation, you know, that, that's the last fourth of the Bible. But if we've got to find some of those really tiny books like Jude and, you know, Second John that are not very long... That can seem like even though we know it's near the back, we're like, okay, where, you know, where is that? Are we ever gonna get to it? And so helping our kids know that if they're they're looking for some of those books that just start at Revelation, just start at the end of the Bible and then flip toward the front it is often an easier way for them to find it. So those are just some general Bible skill things for our kids to be familiar with, handling God's word. Um, and then I love to have books of the Bible learning types of activities for our kids to memorize, to know the books of the Bible. Um, because one, it can help them look up those books of the Bible in their physical Bible. Um, my kids, I, I know one time we sat around the table at, at Christmas time and we were, my husband wanted to read the Christmas story. So he wanted Grandma's Bible you know to read from, his, from Grandma that passed away recently. And he wanted us to read the Christmas story from that. And my son was, no, Dad, I'm just looking up on my iPhone, you know, and just read it from here. You know, because that's how he processed life. That's how, my husband, I said, okay, we'll read half of it from the iPhone. We'll read half of it from Grandma's Bible. Um, but even with our kids looking up, I'll tell you. Most of them, if they're familiar with the books of the Bible, they can find it faster physically than they can scrolling on an app and, and trying to find it. But either way, they need to know where those books of the Bible are located. So um, so some of our first ideas for teaching, and I've got this one here, is um, just taking a pizza pan from the dollar store and writing the different divisions, you know, like which are books of law, history, poetry, major prophets, minor prophets, and then writing the um, book of the Bible on closed pens, and then they can just clip it on the edge of the pen by division, you know, kind of pin it, Around the wheel or the pan right here in the order, and you can have two sets and do relay races with your kids. It can be early arrival activity for Sunday school. You may have some of those kids who get to Sunday school early because their mom and dad are also teaching Sunday school. So it's always a great activity to have there that they can they can work on. Um, and this is just the New Testament version here, um, and has of course the Gospels, the Book of History, the Acts, Paul's letters, the General letters, and so forth with the books of the Bible written on the clothespins. So that's just a, a fun way with five and six to do it. You can, if you don't have pizza pans, you can use coat hangers. You can use a plastic bowl have them, you know, and dump the clothespins in the middle of the bowl and do it around the edge. But that's just a fun way to teach them by divisions the um, if you'd like to do this. Um, number seven is one that I kind of did it for the Easter um, time. Is It's just a I scrapbook, so I have die cuts at my house. So we did Easter egg die cut, and those were two cheapy Easter baskets for the boys that I teach at church. And so we just old and New Testament sorting. Especially with our first and second graders as they're just learning their books of the Bible, they're learning how to pronounce those books of the Bible just getting them familiar and you see number 8 is just another version of that Old and New Testament sort so you can use bags with that that was the the Easter one just to be a little more colorful where I took those scraps of paper and did um, Easter eggs with the books of the Bible on them Um, This is one of the ones that my kids at church really like it. They look forward to when we're going to work on the New Testament books of the Bible. And some of my other kids will come to class and go, Miss Maria, when are we going to eat popcorn and drink sweet tea? And so today, you get to eat popcorn and drink sweet tea as we learn some of Paul's letters. So the, some of the books, the Minor Prophets and Paul's letters can be some of the most confusing for people to try to remember the order. So this is an easy way that we'll teach our kids, go eat popcorn, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. So we'll have a night as we're working on, um, when I teach them on Wednesday nights, um, but we're working on them learning those those, pop, those ones for Paul's letters. So when they're able to say Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, then they get to have some popcorn. And so if y'all will say with me Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Libby's going to give y'all a cup of popcorn. Okay? So if y'all can say that with me. Galatians, <laughs> Ephesians, Philippians, 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 Colossians. All right. So she's going to start handing out the popcorn. And we in the south... Um, we've got to have our sweet tea, and you know, on a day like this, a big, super-sized cup of sweet tea for chick fil-a—it's really good. Uh, but it helps us remember First Thessalonians, because those are the really big, long books of the Bible. First and Second Thessalonians are our two super or big size of sweet tea. So, First and Second Thessalonians, then just our medium ones are 1 First and Second Timothy. And then our kitty cup is Titus. So we're able to remember, go eat popcorn, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, cautions. Then we're really thirsty after we've eaten our good salty popcorn and we need us some sweet tea, especially here in the summer, so we can say first and second Thessalonians, first second Timothy and Titus. So can you say all that with me? And Libby's got some sweet tea for y'all. Uh, also, that she's going to be camping out. So can you say that? First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, Titus. So let's say them all together. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, First Timothy, Second Timothy, and Titus. So that's a fun way for our kids to remember. And, and whenever we have class, we'll serve popcorn and sweet tea that night in class. And, of course, we have to put our allergy posters, you know, our food allergy poster in case any of our, our kids do. Another way to um, work on the minor profits or to work on um, Paul's letters is egg carton. Because, see, Paul's letters and the minor prophets each have 12 books. So that works well when we're planning some games there. So think about the the Easter eggs that you've got laying around, even if they're mismatched, it doesn't matter. And you can either tape on, you know, print out on your printer and tape on one of um, the books of minor prophets or Paul's letters, or you can write on them with a Sharpie. So that's a, a fun way and then i did let me go back i didn't do the previous one and then i just did for paul's letters we just had some fun we had some leftover envelopes at our house and some just some little fun stickers that look like stamps so um where you could do a couple of sets of these and do a relay to help them remember because even though we didn't go over the first part of Paul's letters most people remember those: Romans 1st and 2nd Corinthians Okay, most people can remember Matthew, Mark, Luke John, Acts, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians but then it's when they get to the Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus that they have and now since we don't have any boys in here I'll tell you what my friend Mark Jones says he's at Paul Springs, Baptist, in Oklahoma, and they do, uh, and at his church but I usually have too many boys in my class to do this. He said, and then we all have to go pee after drinking that <laughs> <cleaning," you know? laughs> But I can't always say that in class because I'll never recover with some of the boys that I teach. Um, then number 13, these are some of the kiddos that, that I've taught. Um, this is just a New Testament skate. So it's kind of like a relay race um, where you line up on each side of the room and they'll have to say the next book of the Bible. So if you're doing... Um, the New Testament, Abby starts off by saying Matthew and skates to the other side of the the room, and tags the teammates on the other side of the room, and they have to say Mark and skate back. So it's just pieces of paper, but it was a fun way here in winter time for us to do something in January, um, to do Books of the Bible. Um, Number 14, a friend of mine, Rebecca, likes to use this for um, kind of a minute when it wrecked fire. Um, The teams have to run up like a relay, um, and it's just Coke cans reinforced with duct tape, which you can do duct tape I've spray painted the cans before and do it so these cans don't hold up as long as they used to, <laughs> you know. And so they will get bent up fairly quickly, but you label them with the minor profits. The kids have to race to see how fast they can stack them up in book order, and then they get to throw a bing bag at them and knock them over with boys. Have a lot of fun with that part. Uh, number 15 is minor profits with ping pong balls. So go to yard sales or dollar store, find your ping pong balls. A little muffin tent. All this was bought at, at a yard sale, just leftovers. Uh, and Sharpies, where we've got books of the Bible written on it. So the kids can do it for an early arrival activity, where they sort and put the minor profits in order. You yeah. have two sets, do a relay race to see how fast they can run up and tag each other off and do it. Or you can have them face off like a challenge, two sets of it, who can put them in order the fastest and do it in rounds, you know, to see who's the last person standing. So if you have two people facing off, putting the minor profits in order, you know, this is a good thing to do with preteens. Whoever does it the fastest, remains standing. Somebody else comes up to see if they can beat their time uh, doing it and and do another round. So that's a, a fun one that can be used in a variety of ways Lifeway has some great Books of the Bible flashcards. I love these because you can get a couple of sets in your classroom and do a lot. You can break into Old and New Testament-type teaching activities. You can do relay races, and you see all the nice colors that look really pretty, but what I don't tell the kids, and some of them discover quicker than others, is that they are color-coded by divisions. So if you'll sort all the same colors together, that helps out. You know? But I just wait to see who's going to figure it out always at the beginning of a year when I'm teaching the kids. Uh, they also have the extra cards where if you want them to sort Old New Testament, they have an Old Testament card, a New Testament card. They also have all the different division titles. So I keep a, at least a couple of these around at all times because they're just instant Bible skill games that are, that are fun to do that you can get um, from LifeWay. Um, then our next one, number 17, does anybody remember Don't Break the Ice? You know, that's just a fun, cheapy game. That's got all the books of the New Testament written on some of those ice cubes. And the idea is you start with Matthew and you, see, and you tap out Matthew. The next person, of course, is trying to tap out Mark. Then Luke, see how far you can go in the New Testament in the correct order, tapping it out before it all crashes out. So that, that can be just a, a fun way for them to review their books of the New Testament. Number 18. Let's see, it's up here. Uh, this is, can be a good one as they're still learning um, books of the Bible. Unlike um, this one, it says, I have Job who has Psalms. So you're laying down cards and playing kind of a card game in a circle. Um, so these are, are fun ways to do it. It was a printable that I've got pinned on our Bible skills um, board and um, that you can print out for free. Number 19, we do this a lot right now at our church as we've got uh, first graders who are still developing reading skills because we promoted in June, our church promotes in, in June um, because the kids after they finish school already think they're in the next grade anyway. And so our pastor and of education, before I got there, they just made that decision that we're going to promote in June of every year. So, in first grade, we've got ones that are not totally got those reading skills yet, but um, helping them to know. So, as we sort it out, we play games a lot of times. Number one is Genesis. They may know their numbers, though. They may be a lot better at their numbers. So, we'll say, who's got number one? And they'll have to say Genesis. And then they go number two, and then we read out the next book of the Bible. So, that's a, a fun review game that especially can be very helpful with younger children because it's also numbered. So, that helps them learn a little bit quicker, even if they can't pronounce those books of the Bible, which order that they go in. Um, 20 is a cup stack right there. I a lot of times write on Sharpie, but this set has just printed out white label with the book of the Bible on it. And it's got, you can do Old Testament, New Testament, and you see how high you can stack up in a pyramid the cups in the correct order for the Old Testament or the New Testament. Um number 21 is a new game that our kids like at church that actually is a variation of one of the um, bible skill games that Lifeway had this summer in bbs our church secretary taught our first grade class and she said maria you know i know y'all need some more bible skill games because i'm all the time looking for bible skill games so she um, she added this to our collection she adapted it and it's snapped by the turtle so it's got all the books of the bible um, written on the large jumbo craft stick, but you'll see some of them have a little foam turtle there. So, as you go around, you're drawing them out of a bucket or a bag, and you're looking for your division. So, divisions have been pre-assigned. Like, you have to find five books that are, you know, the books of law, or maybe five of the minor prophets, or five of the major prophets, or five of Paul's letters. So, If you draw out one that's not in your area, like if you have, you know, the books of law and you draw out 2 Corinthians, you have to put them back in the bag. You know, you don't get to hold on. But if you happen to draw out one that's yours, you get to keep it. But if you draw a turtle, you got snapped and all your your sticks have to go back in. So um, our younger kids had a fun time with that game uh, this summer when we played it. Number 22 is a Books of the Bible spinner game. You can pick these up at Dollar Tree. You can make your own. You can pick them up at a school box type teacher resource um, store, but you've got several different things on it. One, they're, you know, pronounce it. Can they pronounce that book of the Bible? Can they just read it off and pronounce it? Can they look it up in their Bible? Can they tell you the book before (coughs) it the book after it? Um, And can they, uh, you know, so you can put several different variations. Those are the ones that I had on there, you know, what's the book for, what's the book after um, can they look it up? Can they pronounce it? And so it's again just reinforcing those Bible skills because half of them for our younger children is just knowing how to pronounce those funny minor prophet names. You know, <laughs> I mean they just are odd sounding to our to our kids. Um, Books of the Bible, um, floor mat, um, right here you see number 23. That is offered, and you can make your own. I've got a version of it with a shower curtain, but um, Mark Jones from Mr. Mark's Classroom, um, they sell, um, these resources they sell them two to a box. Those um, letters right there represent the starting letter of every single book in the Bible. And so kids can hop on that mat, and you can do Old Testament, New Testament. You can run through all the books of the Bible, and they have to, you can play like a hop game. They have to hop on all, you know, start at G for Genesis and hop on all the books in the correct order. You can use a beanbag on it and toss it. I mean, so you can do lots of different variations. Our kids have really enjoyed that. But like I said, you can make your own with shower curtain contact paper. I've got one of those also that I use. Um, Books of the Bible sort Anything you can basically write books of the Bible with a Sharpie, you can have a fun activity with. You know, jumbo craft sticks. Um, We use a beanbag toss a lot of times. We'll talk, you know, circle up and review real quick our books that we've learned so far in our class, or our books of the Old Testament, or books of the New Testament with our kids. I choose this rather than a ball because it doesn't bounce and the boys that I teach, they're probably not like boys at church church, but they take great pride in overthrowing somebody and then bouncing all over the room, you know. But it kinda of just falls when it's a beanbag, bag, you know, so it's a little easier to get back on course. So I tend to use bean bags for teaching activities rather than tossing the balls because it just seems to I teach a lot of boys. I have boys. So, um, anyway, so it just seems, tends to go better. So, I I will use that a lot of times. Um, Books of the Bible cards, we've already sorted Old and New Testament. You can also line up bags or baskets and sort by division. You know, put those cards in there by division. Um, I cannot sing. My husband will let you know that I want these people to make a joyful noise to the Lord. (laughs) But there are a lot of great books of the Bible um, songs that are out there. A lot of our kids. Or musical learners, and they will learn very—they will learn those books of the Bible by singing a song. Um, so that is a a great opportunity um, for for our kids. Um, so before we move on to our verses, um, what do we have over here for our New Testament for Paul's letters? What's this? Go, go eat popcorn. Galatians. Genesis. Galatians. Genesis. All right, and then we we'll have sweet tea, and that's what all right very very good. good all right before we move on from books of the bible you get a bible skill giveaway so libby is going to pass you out some books of the bible cards It's just a printable but it's got all the books of the bible on it where you can cut them apart if you want to laminate them and you can have a bible skill game this sunday in your classroom Yes. where do we find all these you can go to uh, right now a lot of them are housed on our um, Georgia Baptist um, Pinterest board Georgia Baptist Bible drill mm-hmm, yeah, and you can type in that or if you want to email me my email is going to be up here at the end I can send you the direct link if that makes it a little bit easier um, to do it not all of them are on there because some of them um, some of them I can't put up there, I've written specifically like for Mr. Mark's Classroom or different things like that, so Mark's featured him in class, Classroom Swag and his resource and so forth. Mark Jones at Mr. Mark's Classroom has got a lot of Bible skill games. on Kids has a lot of Bible skill games up there also. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to have um, the books of the Bible cards going around. Yes, ma'am. I was just wondering if you could repeat. You could find it on Georgia, Bible. Georgia Baptist Bible Drill. Mm-hmm. Our Pinterest page. It's and I'll give my email at the end if you want to um, if you want to email me if you need the direct link for that. All right, so you've got this um, this month on my blog uh, mariabrannon.com. Um, when you subscribe to our blog, you get all of these printables plus the New Testament. So you get the Old and New Testament printable you can download. So if you want to send it out to the teachers at your church. Um, if you want to subscribe to my blog, it'll, it'll, it'll kick you an email within 24, 48 hours, and you'll have that, that free resource of the Old and New Testament book cards, credibles um, that you can use in your classroom. All right, ideas for verse games. So maybe we've got a memory verse for Sunday school. We've got a verse that we're teaching in choir with our kids or in children's worship. And so we're wanting something creative to help them learn that verse so here are several ideas uh, number 28 is using a basketball um, and these were the first two were kind of we used them around march for the kind of march madness you know with the kids they may think about they're big basketball fans but it's a it's a bounce game so they can say a bible verse by bouncing it between one child and the other Like, for example, if this was their verse, Psalms 119, 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The first one go your and bounce it, and the next one bounce it back and say word is a lamp to my feet. So you just go back and forth um, with them. Number 29, they're just die cuts. So we did basketball die cuts um, at that time since we're doing it in March. But you can do any kind of die cuts, really, and just write your memory verse. Yes, you could still do it on index cards and so forth, but that just kind of makes it a little more fun and more colorful for your kids. Uh, so we did that verse of Legos, number 30. That's one thing that I found that kids of all ages, I've even taught um, students and college students, and when they get to play with Legos at church, they think it's really fun. So, so we'll, we write on the Duplo size, which is that two to five and a half age. That is the one that is easier to write on with a Sharpie. Uh, I write on a sharpie with mine because I just keep the same Bible skill games and I label and keep them in bins and pull them out but you can if you want to reuse the Legos you can tape on a strip of paper you know with the word to the Bible verse but I like to do two sets and do a relay race you know so, so we'll yard sales are Frank Legos are expensive <laughs> as we know uh, my, kid, my boys are grown now. My youngest one, we just went off to college. He's he's 18. Um, but I can remember when I would do Bible seal conferences and my sons would see these Bible verses written on Legos. They like, oh, go, Mommy, did you take our Legos? And I'm like, No, oh, so did I take your Legos either. So different ones. So um, I know that we don't have a lot of space in here, but I need four volunteers who will come up here and help us do a short relay race. Listen, let's go ahead and do four on each team, so we'll get eight of you up here. Hey, all of you are going to have a chance to volunteer with something. And it's a very short space, so it's not like it's a lot of, of room that we're, you're going to have to walk. All right, got two volunteers down here. I
1: need six more.
0: There's three. Four, okay, that's our first team. They can line up right over here, right over here. Hey, four volunteers. It, Do we oh, have we to get down the floor. Know. You just have to go really pick don't it don't up. <laughs> and it's a very short Bible verse. Um, and it's one probably that all of you are familiar with. Okay, so we got four. John 3, 6, 6. No, it's not John 3, not It's George. shorter than John 3, 16. It's shorter Right down here. Sure? Yes. Yeah, sure. oh, no. oh no. I'm nervous. Now why? All right. She needs three more, yeah. okay. okay. three more teammates. Hold Three more teammates. He's gonna volunteer. Come on, my Mindy. I come think over. this is big enough. I don't need my glasses. So. Yeah. Need what? I said I think it's pretty big enough. Yeah. Yeah. I Alright, so you're going to relay down here, you're going to pick up one Lego, you're going to take it back to your team, and you can, if you want to accumulate your team's Legos on the side of the table, where you don't have to hunker down on the floor, or you can do it on one of the chairs over there, and you're going to snap it in order, okay? Okay, So So one Lego at a time, come back, tag your teammate, and then when you get them all the pieces, you're going to snap the verse together in order, okay? Right. On your mark, and don't run, please. We don't need any injured it's leaders. Just walk, just fast <laughs> walk. <laughs> I had to say that I had a leader injured one time doing a relay race. So, on your mark, get set, go. No. Oh, we don't. Yeah, we not Now I go. Tag. Okay. Okay. I can't let her run faster me with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> place. I do this. <laughs> okay. You're oh, I'm supposed to, to hang put on, on in to mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all right. to pay in order. Y'all know I can like go. Right. So we got to keep yeah. going. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's see what the words are. Oh, I didn't mind. Okay, now. Okay, here. You take the card, the things, and I'll pick up the vase. You're up, the vase. Oh, my turn. You're up. You're up. we can't really balance it. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> the design you chose, it won't all snap together because of the crease. Okay. So, so, where's the verse found? Yeah. This is one line. Genesis 1-1. So what does Genesis 1-1 say? In the beginning, yeah. yeah. God created Unless it's King James, then it's one heaven and one earth. So it's a heaven and the earth. <laughs> Can you guess which version we use? I'm <laughs> like, it's easy. 1-1. All right. Good job. Thank you all very much. Give a hand. This group over here has got theirs together. All right. Their masterpiece. I don't know. No, you're good. You're good. Um. So, that can be a way uh, of just them having fun. Now, you may say, well, what if they don't know? That was a very familiar scripture verse that most people at least had a pretty good idea of of what the verse said. But what if it's one of those verses that the kids won't know? Well, you know what, I, I don't tell them. I say, well, find your reference. Find the Lego that's got your reference and go look it up because that reinforces a Bible skill. Yes, it gives them the answer, but they're just starting to learn the verse. But it gives them that Bible skill of looking it up in the Bible, and then they put the, the, book, the verse together in order. Um, 31 is a verse wrap. Um, Lifeway had this um, in BBS um, one year and also this one's taken from a Bible drill competition guide but I've made my own so these are like pieces of cardboard you just take a piece of cardboard notch it at the side with a hole punch right there take, make a whole ring in the bottom where you can tie off the yarn and then you write out the words in random order on the cards where the kids can go back and forth you know, and with the string, put the verse together in order. Or you could have them put minor prophets or Paul's letters. I've seen some uh, teachers that have, you know, as they're working on minor prophets, that they have set there and, and alternated those where the kids can learn. So, again, that's a fun activity you can do for a crafting class. Each of the kids make their own, take it home. But also, um, you could do it as an early arrival activity. Uh, this is uh, Yes? Do you... See the last on the backseat tell that it's right? Because I have done that. I, oh, no. I've I, I I it and then made the line lines. So to double check, yeah. double check. Where they can double check. You're nicer than <laughs> <laughs> I am. I may figure it out or go look it up. Alright, beach balls. Especially at this time of year, and um, usually they start to discount our beach balls. So as we're learning a verse, a lot of times we'll put like the first phrase. So um, when you catch the ball, you read it in order. So if I, um, if you the first person, you find number one and read the phrase um, in order. So I'm going to toss it over here. Okay. And I said. Okay. So she read phrase number one. Okay. Oh, she number like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking for number two. Believe in the Lord Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <that. All> right. <laughs> okay, it's hard <laughs> somebody it's and you will be saved okay somebody else okay all right let's see oh, there okay. you and your household okay number five number five huh mm-hmm at 1631. Okay, so it's not whole words of the verses that you're putting in order, but it's phrases. It's a good way to introduce kids to the verse. So you can just take a beach ball. Now some people will tape on pieces of paper, but sometimes when you catch a beach ball for 50 cents. I mean, I just like to do it, especially if you're gonna be teaching them all month long, that verse in Sunday school, um, or you've got a verse that you're gonna be coming back and reviewing, so that's just a, a fun way um, to be able to review those verses. Number 33 um, is a fun craft for the kids to do, a Bible skill craft. Those cost about $0.25, $0.30 cents at Walmart. They're just light um, switch plate covers. And this one went real well, Psalms 56.3. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. You know, because a lot of our younger kids are scared of the dark. So they can say that verse as they're going in and out and attach it to the wall at home. And that's an easy way for them to review their scripture verse that you're working on. Number 34, um, again, just getting creative um, in how you make those cards or write, on, um, write the verses out on different pieces of paper, different items. Um, this was one for Matthew 28:19 and 20, which says, go ye therefore, what? Teach all, Teach, all Teach all nations. Well, that wasn't quite a world map, but it was part of a U.S. map, and we just cut it apart. You know, we just cut it apart and and put it um, on a piece of cardstock and wrote a couple of the words um, on each piece, and that way the kids can sort it. They can have relay races if you had to. If you had a clothesline in the room, you could hang it up, let them race up there and hang it up on the clothesline in order. Uh, Number 35 is a burst hop. Now, my older kids... I put just one word per verse. I like to challenge the older kids, like the preteens that I teach. But this was one I was using with some of our younger children. So I put um, three to four words on on each one. of those Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and they just kind of did like a hopscotch, you know, and they were able to, to hop and say the verse um, that we had in class. Uh, this one is another fun thing. You can get a picture frame at the dollar store and just like some... You know, um, colored paper, or or we have lots of scrap paper remnants around our house, and put it behind the glass, and let them write on the glass with a um, dry erase marker, and then they can erase it off. You know, like with a washcloth or something. So it's a great way of reminding kids to go home and work on their memory verse for the week or their memory verse for the month. Um, So it's a great one to do. I like to be on the lookout for creative shapes of sticky notes back there. Um, is one that's just in, in shapes of, of kind of a flower shape. Um, this one we were learning Proverbs 15.1. It looked like a conversation bubble. I thought it was great. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. And so I just thought that might help them think a little bit about that. Sometimes I found a pad of sticky notes that look like an iPhone, you know, so talking about our words and so forth. So just kind of be on the lookout. You'll be surprised what you'll find walking through um, the store sometime. 38, um, I think I got those at the dollar store. They were just like big little shells, and so it was talking about in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Of course, we put together Legos, but it worked really well for our summertime memory verse activity. We just had some sand in the bucket and put the seashells in there. And um, I put it up where you could actually see what the words say, but you know, you could bury them in there and let the kids have to dig them out, you know, so that can be a fun activity. Um, 39, uh, you know, those old fashioned spinning tops. See how many books of the Bible they can say in order until it quits spinning. You know, they start spinning or see if they can say the memory verse before it quits spinning. Um, our next one, number 40, um, are just plates. Um, these are usually colored or, or plastic plates um, that you write um, one or two words of the scripture verse in. And again, do a double set. They can have a, a relay. Um This is one that we were working on one of our classes this summer with our kids, um, number 41. Um, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So we had footprints in the hallway at church and we had the lights turned out in the hallway at church. Nobody else was in the hallway with us that night. And so we had lanterns and so the kids could choose a flashlight, they could choose a lantern, you know, whatever they would like to. And they had to hold it as they were hopping on the different um, footprints and walking on those. They could choose it. And so that was just something out of the ordinary, something different for them to practice on as we were learning the memory verse. Um, 42 is um a, um, just a piece of like you can use a piece of thumb board, a piece of poster board and write out certain words of the verse but leave others blank and then have the sticky notes just on the wall beside it and let them try to figure out which words fill in the blank. Um, 43, those are river rocks or little rocks you know how you can buy those in a bag at Dollar Tree and again you see Genesis 1-1 because that verse just really illustrates very easy a lot of uh, different ways that you can reinforce the scripture verse so in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and just took that extra fine tip sharpie marker and worked on them and I've had those for a good while it stayed on there um, with them all right number 44 um, we actually use this in a kids' sermon time at our church our pastor asked me to do a kids' sermon one Sunday So I decided I was going to do a Bible skill activity with the entire congregation. It was fun. And so what I I did was I took, his sermon was on John 3.16. And we didn't live too far at that time from Highway 3.16 that goes up from Duluth to Athens. So I thought it was great fun that we cut up the Georgia map, you know, and other parts. And then um, we circled, that's what you see right there, our church circled in 316 and, and so forth. But anyway, we were just having a little fun with the kids. But we cut up the map, and for God so loved the world, and so forth. And we placed them out at different places in the congregation. So the different people had to come up, and the kids had to put them in order. You know, let the, the kids put them in order. So we had fun with children's sermon that, that Sunday as the kids did it. But it was, again, just a different way to write out for them to put the verse in order. Um, 45 is pool noodles. I agree with my boys the first time they saw me sawing up pool noodles. But pool noodles are so much fun and so cheap to come up with books of the Bible and Bible skill games. And sharpie markers, write well with them. But usually about one, one and a half inch, just cut them off with a steak knife and and you can do that so we'll do that and i have to build a pyramid put the the verse in order or if you've got a nice little pole one kids minister friend of mine she just grabs the microphone poles from the music ministry here when they're not using them in church and she just has a kids string them on that you know she'll cut a little slit on them where it makes on the pool noodle where it makes it easy for the kids to slip it around the pole uh, our next one over here is just kind of a, a pickup sticks game it's just craft sticks for those, actually, a pen, a writing pen, works better than the Sharpie markers. A lot of times, the Sharpie markers will kind of bleed into the grain of those really thinner ones. So I've just gotten to where I'll just take a writing pen and and write the words, and then and then I just do like this and drop them, and the kids have to scramble and put the verse in order. And again, you have relay. Um, this is one um, really long one that when we learned it at church, Malachi 310, you know, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. So I thought it'd be really fun if we went and found chocolate coins right here, and we, and I taped a couple of words to the verse on that, and so the kids had to put the verse in order, and then I let them eat the coins after class, you know, because um, it was chocolate. But it, but it just made them think you know, as we were having our discussion about, about tithing and so forth. All right, 48 is the cup stack. You see lots of cups because plastic cups are around our church usually very easy to find. We have used those instead of the foam cups. Um, we've got so one of our um, kids at church has a sensory thing and he can't touch styrofoam and so forth. And so we, we usually go with the plastic, but you know, you may have styrofoam and nobody's got that sensory issue at your church, so just write on styrofoam cups. But either way, um, so we did book stack, but you can do a verse stack too um, with that. Um, how many of you are familiar with this giant inflatable game cube that Lifeway has? This is one of the really cool things because you can customize it uh, with your. And I've got my thing switched in here. But I just print off something on an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. Whether it's a Bible verse, whether it's some other kind of activity that I want the kids to review in class, and they've just got these pouches. So you can just slip in and out whatever you're wanting the kids to review or talk about. Some of my kids' ministry friends have, like, different Bible stories. Maybe you want to review the Bible stories you taught that month. You can just insert, uh, you know, 8 and a half by 11 picture of that Bible story and do that. So I'm helping you all out with consistency and reinforcement. Our verse is Genesis 1-1. Let's see if you can say it in order, and I've helped you out and numbered it. So let's start over. Let's see. Who didn't get some? Maybe this corner over here. So we'll let y'all catch it and answer it. Just toss scary. Okay. All right. What, what was our first word right here? God created. God created. Okay. Let's see. Over here. Thank you. In the beginning, God created. Okay. In the beginning, God created. Okay. Okay. okay and the earth. Okay and where is it found? Gets to, gets to, gets to, gets to Genesis one. Yeah. Okay. A, what's that called again? From Oh uh, the giant inflatable game cube. Yeah, yeah. so it's just think about it, it's a, a big old beach ball you know that's just really thick except it's a cube and um you just blow it up, and then you can insert um, the eight and a half by 11. I will tell you, you don't want to leave your games in here because sometimes that black ink will adhere. You tell know I've learned the hard way on the game map before. Unless um, it's laminated. That's right, okay. unless it's, it's laminated. laminated. So fine. you see that I've laminated yeah. a lot of my teaching activities after I learned the hard way that I thought i would just be great and leave it in there and be set up for next week. Um, 50 is Christmas ornaments. I went in... Um, I was in. Uh, I had run in one town to teach a conference, and I, I had I had went off and left poster board, um, and so I had to run in Dollar General and get some more poster board since so I had left it for my activity that I was going to do. And I walked in. It was February, and they had like deep discounted. They still had some plastic Christmas ornaments. So of course I went. I oh, will games, you know. It doesn't cost anything. I need to buy these Christmas ornaments. So um, you can do it several different ways. Um, you can take a piece of foam board. I just drew a very. Christmas tree. I'm not a very good artist, but a Christmas tree, and I put little pieces of Velcro, and I wrote one word of the verse on the plastic ornament in Sharpie, and, you know, you put the verse in order on the tree. You know, the kids get to do that, or you can just put them in a Christmas gift bag um, and have two sets, do a relay, and if you want to have something like a Clues line, you can have two different lines. There, those plastic Christmas hooks, and let the kids hook the um, verse in order on the line with the Christmas ornaments. So, you can do that in a variety of ways. Did what? We used egg cartons. Yeah, and put egg cartons to organize Mm -hmm. the Christmas ornaments. Yep. So, you you can do several things with that. Um, 51. Hearts. We teach a lot of mm-hmm. verses with love in it. So we most churches may have a die cut or you can find die cuts of a, a heart in a store. So um, I do those a lot. It's really great around Valentine's time. I always, you know, we'll cut those out, make sure whatever memory verse we're learning at the time that we, we do that. So fifty one. Fifty two is something especially like our tweens enjoy. It's called roll six. It can get very competitive, especially with younger children, so I do a modified version with their younger children. But basically, roll six is you'll take a dice, and I like to use an oversized dice, or you can find inflatable ones sometimes. Not inflatable, but, you know, huge fun ones about this size. And basically, the kid's sit on the floor, you go around the circle, and you roll the dice. And only if you roll six do you get the sharpie. You use the Sharpie. Well, if you're a person who rolls six, you can start writing. Maybe you want to review the books of the Bible, see how far they can get out writing their books of the Bible, or maybe you want them to write the memory verse for the month and see how many words and how far until somebody else rolls six. They have to put the Sharpie down and let the next person start writing on their pad or you can use dry erase boards. Um, sometimes we have dry erase boards and enough of them sometimes we just pull out clipboards and paper and let them write um, with that sharpie instead of just a dry erase marker. Um, with the tweens and with middle schoolers we'll only have one sharpie in the middle of the the circle, and they fight over it, you know, just say, no, 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 it's my Sharpie this time, and they have fun doing that. No, younger kids, I do not do that. I give everybody a Sharpie and everybody a clipboard and just make them put down their Sharpie in front of them, and they can't write again until they roll another six. I know, that our younger ones don't do well with that, and so, but our older ones have a lot of fun with that. That's one of their favorite games. Um. Fifty-three is the verse flashcards. I asked some of our kids at church, "How do you learn your scripture verses?" And they go, "I just make up some little flashcards at home." You know, some of them still we'll will just take index cards and, and use flashcards. Um, Fifty-four is uh, these are just little tags, and you hang them on a the clothesline. This was a, I think, a verse I was doing near Christmas time, so I just made it look like a Christmas gift tag, and wrote different words, and and Abby was putting the verse in order. Uh, that night at church um, as we were working on it. Alright, then sometimes we want to do review games uh, for our kids Um, and so there there are lots of ways to do that. These are just some of my favorite um, 55. You can make your own bingo cards. Um, There, You can hand make them. There are sites that you can print them out that will generate them for you. Teacher type, prep websites, if you just want to put in create my own bingo card you can probably google it and they'll do it i found these at a school supply store it was just blank so i wrote in scripture verses we had been learning that year and they have to be able to quote them not only when we put down the, the 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 one so they have to be able to do that um 56 is one that um our kids had fun playing this summer at church um bang which basically is kind of like snap the turtle but you're reaching in a box and um they have different scripture verses. They pull it out to be able to keep it. They've got to quote that scripture verse that we've been working on. Um, or they've got to, if you want to do books of the Bible, they would have to, you could say, tell me the book before, book after, what division it's in. You know, sure choice. So they have to give the correct answer to be able to hold on to that card. But as they go around the circle and as they take their turns, if they ever draw a blank card, all their cards have to go back into the box and they lose those cards. So... Sometimes works better with your middle and older children. Sometimes the younger children it can get kind of slow because it can take a while, but they, they seem to have fun. Um, Fifty-eight, um, you can create your own board game. This is kind of a blank game board um, that Miller Paper Company. That's where I got mine. You may can find them other places, but that's where I found mine. They're like, last time I bought it was like five or six dollars, but I've had mine for a while. Um, but it looks kind of like a Monopoly game board. You can see it's kind of laid out. Um, those, those were already pre-drawn, the squares, and I just gave them different things um, to do. I may say, quote, quote this scripture verse, you know, or you miss church, skip a turn. You know, I just came up with all kinds of different things on it. Um, and, and I d- create different categories for them to be able to do. So you could just literally make your own, and it can be a fun way for them to review. Um, our Sunday School material from Lifeway many times has game boards. And you play a game for that month in Sunday school, and then many times it goes back in our teaching pack, and it goes somewhere, you know, wherever your church does with your leftover teaching material. But I love to go through teaching material from BBS. I did that did that. just the other week, went through the BBS teaching material. Oh, here's the Books of the Bible game. Here, here's a verse. You know, here's this, you know, and I would pull different things. But these, your church has already bought these resources. You know, keep them. Um, they're, they're great. Make sure they're laminated, and you can keep them in your classroom, and it's a great great way to review those Bible skills. It can be, our some Sunday, if you have the kids. Like, we have two Sunday schools at our church and three worship services. So, you know, sometimes something's going long, a lot longer than we're supposed to when I got through teaching my lesson, and the pastor's still going. Um, and so that could be a great thing to have in your classroom and pull out. You know, you could go ahead and be reviewing your Bible verses for the month, your books of the Bible, and pull out that board game um, for you to, to have fun playing it, instead of them coming up with a plan of what to do. All right. How many of you are familiar with the Giant Game floor mat right here? Uh, again, this is um, LifeWave has this. And I've seen some people who've made um, some great ones with their shower curtains, but um, here's the box right here, and it comes with a bean bag, and it comes uh, with a spinner, some game suggestion. It has grommets. Um, because we had so many windows, I did not hang mine up, but you can take command strips, you know those hooks, and hook them into different grommet holes and, and hang them up on the wall at church. This is great fun. For turning this way and playing Jeopardy, you know, get a little theme music going, playing with your kids to review. Um, you can play, can you complete it? Like maybe you put the first part of the verse, and um, you call it the first part of the verse, and they have to be able to say the last part of the verse, read it off, and, and throw something on. That's the game map. You'll see the last half of the verse in number 60. Um, play Family few, maybe categories, to review your Bible stories, your books of the Bible, You can turn over and flip over and play a concentration type game, you know, where they have to flip it over. Maybe you've been doing Bible stories, you know, that that month and you want to review the Bible stories and they have to maybe flip over the name of the Bible story and a fact about the Bible story or a book of the Bible, you know, that's associated with that memory verse. Um, We do, um, we have them walk the verse. So I need three more volunteers. They're going to walk out this verse in order. And I need someone to look it up, Job 3714, on their phone or in their Bible, the ESV version, to help them out. So they need a help because they are not familiar with this verse. So who's going to be my volunteers to walk on the verse in order? Y'all. I know. We, I, I mean, have, we I'm can't really even to of, play. <laughs> okay. Only because I cheated earlier, so I already had it pulled. Okay, you had it pulled. Up, so you'll be the reader. I tell can tell be the reader her. or the walker. Okay, so... You just gotta walk on the verse in order. She's gonna read it to you. Yeah. Even though it's not the version we use. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> somebody, somebody else. <clears throat> Melly's gonna do the first one. Okay. okay. I'm gonna do it without my shoes on and
1: So I'm it's made where see. kids
0: can walk all over it. Yeah. So, anyway. So I, I don't have to like stretch from. I don't have to stretch. All the way to not, right? not, no, no, no. That was uh, so much fun. Here. <laughs> you ready Right. I know it in the King James version. Here this, oh, Joe. Verse O Joe. First O. We'll just Joe. go Joe. <laughs> Stop. Yep. Stop and consider.
1: And consider where did it consider? Joe? You can say
0: there isn't a word. Did it? Right? Did, it did it? disappear? It Stop disappeared. Sorry. Consider <laughs> the wondrous works of God. So now <laughs> I gotta find where my thing is yeah. it though. Sure. Okay. Our associate pastor's wife taught my son to say this in King James Version and then he came up to me and he was so proud that he had learned it (laughs) that she used a particular character from um, Andy Griffith to teach him this verse so he comes up to me so proud and says harkin' unto this, old Jones. <laughs> stand still. Consider the wood has worked it off. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> it? <laughs> say it that way. Yeah. I just had her call it to me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but you, so you can step on it in order, um, let them slide on it. You can, you know, fold the mat back if you wanted to, the words closer together. Um, so, there are many different ways okay. you can use this to review um, the scripture verses. stuff did you make that? Did you what? Made that yeah, these printables. i got to find where my other printable <laughs> went. Obviously, I hadn't pulled it out and it <laughs> disappears. <laughs> <but> yes, <laughs> I did. I created oh, this on my computer. Oh, the no, the mats from Lifeway, but I created the yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, So it's very useful um, for a lot of things. Okay, technology. How can we use technology to to help our kids memorize God's word? Um, one that um, I've helped develop is the Bible Drill app, but it's mainly a scripture memory app. We have people from all around the world that download this and use it to memorize scripture verses. And it is entitled Bible Drill because it does come preloaded with the Children's, Youth, and High School Bible Drill verses in three translations. But the parts that a lot of people around the world like about it is it's got 125 slots, if you want to say, where you can add up to 125 of your own scripture verses. So if you're doing a women's Bible study at church, um, if you've got verses, um, other verses that you're using in your kid's Sunday school class, um, you can add those in there and it will help you review those verses just the same so you can go in and choose it lets you post to social media it has electronic flashcards. it has multiple choice choose the next word that comes in the verse and you put the verse in order that way the kids can type it out Uh, so you do it several different ways it also has a books of the bible review it sells for 99 cents in the itunes store and we've left it at that. Over the years, people have asked us why we don't charge more, and I said because I want a kid who has an iTunes card to y'all pay 99 cents to go study God's word. You know, so I, I want to keep it that the 99 cents just really helps us pay for updates that iTunes requires and Is so forth. Android as well. Android Not yet. We're waiting for the money. <laughs> I've been waiting I've for been that money for some years. years. <laughs> yeah. I've had several people around the country been asking I wish us, I could find a and um, I, I know I need a benefactor. <laughs> I have part of the money. I just need, need a few more thousand, um, and the reason is because we do not. It costs a little bit more because we do not stream the verses online. We make it where, if the kids got Wi-Fi or not, they can study it. So no matter where you are, so it's hard loaded into. The developer has to hard load them, and every year, and it doesn't stream from anywhere. Um, then we're going to play another Bible skill game. So um, pull out your phone, if you're willing, two or three, and we're going to play Kahoot. I need at least two or three people who will download it and be willing to do that. Um, I don't know if y'all can get internet. This may be the wrong classroom. Okay, let's see. Come on, know this do it because we're down here in that. But, anyway, let me kind of tell you what um, Kahoot does. Um, It's a really fun game that you can use. Uh It's very fun. Uh, You can go in and um, basically create a free user account. And you can create whatever kind of review game. Teachers use it in classrooms. I like to use it for Bible skills. I've done books of the Bible games and so forth. Um, But... What is your name on it so we can look you up? I think it's just Maria Brandon. I think you should be able to find that, yes. And so... um, the participants um, download the app and they can respond to the question to see who gets the question first. You know, so it's posted up here online, so it may be true or false, you know, and they would see, try to push what, vote basically using their iPhone or Android, which, which the correct answer is, and they would um, vote to see who can do it the fastest, and so it tallies in real time, you know, who's responding, you can play with teams, you can play with individuals, it really is a, a, fun. it's free. I mean, they, they have paid versions, but you can do a lot with the free versions. So especially our, our kids, you know, they're bringing their cell phones to class anyway, so this is a fun way that we can use those constructively if they're already in class. Um, Memverse.com is a free user login website that basically does online it will has an algorithm that you can enter the scripture verses that you're memorizing the kids are memorizing and it has this algorithm that lets them review those scripture verses so if you go in this week and You've already learned John 3.16. It remembers that you learned John 3.16, and so it might not put it up in your verses to review quite as often as some of your verses, but it will send you reminders that you need to be working on these verses and so forth. So it's just kind of a, a fun way um, to be able to do that. Um, then, um, so we've breezed through these really, really, really quick, um, but I wanted to ask you, do you have questions about certain ones? Um uh, since our Kahoot game didn't get at work because of Wi-Fi, we had a few more, few more minutes. Um, but anybody have any questions about any of these teaching activities? I just have a question. Okay. Um, we are teaching the kindergarten class, mm-hmm. and we're just, right now, all I'm trying to do is just to get them to learn the books of the Bible, and the only thing that i found is been truly successful, For me is just the songs. Well, it's hard because they're not reading yet. Yeah. You know, most of them, anyway, are not reading yet. So, working on the song, mm-hmm. um, I would say also working with them on how to pronounce some of them. Mm-hmm. So, as you're whether it's the music or you're just going over those, how do you pronounce those books in the Bible? But I think it's never too soon, even though our kids. Um, you know, even though they can't read, they can still learn, begin to learn to handle God's Word with reverence, oh, yeah. you know, and how to find those. Um, we had um, a student one time who was legally blind, but he could look up, so he could not read the Bible, except if it was a Braille version, but he could pretty much open his Bible and find pretty close that book of the Bible, because his Bible drill leader had told him, if you'll feel it open to the middle of the Bible, That's Psalms. If you'll open, you know, to the last fourth of the Bible to Matthew and just feel what's about that last fourth of the Bible, you're going to come pretty close to that. So I think we can start, you know, talking to our kids about Old Testament and New Testament. We can start um, helping them, you know, open those and and know how to do that. We can, even though they're not reading, I think you still just begin laying those foundation that this is the book name, this is the chapter, this is the verse. You know, and and I would even say with help, you could do some sorting games or work with some of these like numbered cards because some of them do know some of their numbers. Mm-hmm. And we've worked with some of our kindergartners, and and you know, and we'll just put them in numerical order, and we'll have them because they don't know what it says, you know. And but just them saying it aloud, that repetition mm-hmm. helps them start working on books of the Bible. Okay, and it's um, almost like sight word use. Mm-hmm. They're going to get used to what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So. You know, so those are some options. And, of course, with Scripture verses, it may be the first half of the verse that they're memorizing, you know. And, obviously, they're not going to be reading it, most of them. But the music, like you said, is a great way for us to be teaching our preschoolers Mm -hmm. Scripture verses and so forth. Okay? Anyone else? Well, thank y'all very much yeah. since <laughs> so it did not work. Y'all got through a few moments early. Um, so feel free if you want to walk by and look at um, any of those cards. If you want to come up here and get a card with my email address on it um, and my website, you can do that. Um, but thank y'all very much for coming and being here. And hope y'all have fun with some Bible school games. for the kids, you teach your church. Thank you. You're welcome.